Hello, and welcome to the Art of Podcast, brought to you by Grand Lifestyle Magazine and the Public Arts Commission. I'm your host, Tammy Vignes, and I am joined today, get my name right, um, by Marla Defoe, Danielle Pekarski, and Dean Opp. Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello. everybody. I, uh, I played the right music this time. Last time during our podcast, I mistakenly played crickets. It had been like a, a minute or two since we had done a, a podcast, and I forgot what button to push, so went with it but i think i got the i got the right one today so anyway we're back on track. we are back on track yes on this blustery tuesday so like this time of year is i think maybe my favorite part of this time of year are holiday parties would you agree oh absolutely. yeah like i that's what i look forward to the most dean what about you do you have a, like a lineup of places well, you're going all definitely these like parties because yeah. there's you know nice things to drink and once in a while you get great things to eat right right one can only hope <laughs> i saw a uh like a meme or whatever on facebook the other day that said um just give me a can of cream of something soup and a crock pot and i'm Good to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's magical what you can do with a cream of celery. I know. Yes. I mean, yes. truly. Yes. Cream of celery, mushroom, chicken, <laughs> onion. Onion's a new one. Like my friend swears by cream of onion soup, which I'd never. Hmm. Never heard of. No, that. I hadn't heard of it nor bought it before. And she's like, oh, it's life changing. So. I put I'm a crock pot on my Christmas list this Did you? year just to open up what yes. I am able to make. Because don't you have like a, a like a football crock? No, it's a basketball. It's a basketball. Yes. And that it somebody only, almost stole. Yeah, but it only holds like a pack of little little smokies. smokies. <laughs> so you need more than that. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Just one of those little mini ones. I know I've got one of those too, and it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't have any heat settings whatsoever. Just like everything's just on fire. <laughs> There's not a. You just gotta unplug it if you want to right. cool down it's just here's your piping hot vat of you know cream cheese and something <laughs> whatever uh anyway but yes that's one of my favorite parts of the holidays and do you guys have like a favorite app that you bring to parties when you're invited to them or when you host them i really like the ham wrapped pickles oh with yeah. Cream cheese. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah those are those are good yes how about you well Mini Smokies are my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> my basketball crock pot. Right. Do you put grape but, jelly in your little Smokies? I feel like that's a thing. Like people mix yep. grape jelly in with the barbecue ketchup. sauce. No oh. ketchup. Oh, ketchup and grape jelly? Not yes. even barbecue sauce? No barbecue sauce. What? Really? Yes. I feel weird. like there's so many barbecue sauce hacks. Like <laughs> right. people put like Dr. Pepper and stuff oh, in them before. Yeah. Yep. Or I like in Sloppy do, Joe's and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I just do a bottle of Sweet Baby Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go wrong with Sweet Baby Ray. Right. Right. Those sound good. I like those, but I, what I really like is uh, meat and cheese. But it's such a hassle right. to put together. It is. It is a hassle. I don't yeah. think I've ever actually like. I feel I've purchased from our local, you know, marketplace. I've purchased those, you know, meat and cheese pre-maids yeah. pre and mm-hmm. just like in a pinch if I was really feeling lazy because I usually bring a dip of some sort but it'd be like, nice to have you know, some place where you could get absolutely <laughs> yeah. something like a little bit more than that right. right well Dean it's funny you should bring that up because today we are talking uh our guest is Alex Lunseth and she just started a brand new business called Grazing Queens and it specializes in fi- fine food styling and designing beautiful charcuterie boards, um, or she likes to call them grazing boards, which I kind of like because I am a 
big grazer, big fan <laughs> of grazing. It's yes. one of my favorite things to do. So uh, everyone help me welcome the grazing queen herself, Alex Lenseth. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, you for joining us. We were very yes. excited about today's podcast because I feel like it's very timely with the holiday season and like charcuterie boards, grazing boards have become so popular in the last you know, little while, I guess. I think Dean is most excited. I am, right. I am way <laughs> excited. <laughs> I was sort of hoping, I didn't know you were, were, were speaking to you remote. I was sort of hoping you'd I be know. here in the room with us and, and we'd have to sample for you. Right, right. <laughs> oh, right. well, next, next time. Next How time. about next time? All right, that's that a deal. <laughs> I know last week Danielle was like, oh, you know, when we, I had reached out to you about doing this podcast, Danielle's like, do you think she'll bring in a, in a grazing board, I'm like, ah, oh, shoot, we're calling her. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time, definitely, right, I'll right. come in studio and um, I'll, I'll maybe give you a little little education or uh, cut some cheese for you and absolutely, teach you a new technique. <laughs> absolutely. No, that sounds wonderful. We should make it mandatory that any guest that we talk to about like food and or drink has to be live in studio and then they have to bring samples <laughs> for all of us. I feel like that's yes. only fair. Right. <laughs> mandatory. Yes, it is mandatory. Yes. <laughs> so what made you decide to start this business? You know, um, everything kind of, you know, it's a, it's a passion project for me. Um, my family loves to eat. Everybody loves to eat. So it's just kind of like a all around life decision mm -hmm. to start this. Um, my husband and I, um, Chris Lenseth and I, we own a trucking company. We have four kids. We are very, very busy. Yeah. But again, it goes back to that passion. I love cooking. I love baking. I love sharing. I love hosting. I love gathering right. and you know, when, when you gift somebody food, it's just, it's, there's nothing like it. Oh, so. I totally agree. I went on a yeah. kick uh, several years ago. Um, nothing quite as fancy as making beautiful charcuterie boards, but I, I got this like little recipe book for a gift or something. And it's, um, Oh, I don't even know what they're called, but they're like the, you get a Mason jar and you fill it with all the dry ingredients for baking like muffins. Mm -hmm. And then you just you yes. know, you gift it to the person with the recipe card attached and yes. yeah, I spend a lot of time like at Joanne Fabrics buying like cloth so that I could cut like a little square and put it over the mason jar and <laughs> tie a little ribbon. And I'm not a crafty person whatsoever. So it was kind of a big deal for me to like do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You got to try. Well, you do. Yeah. And those were like everybody's stocking stuffers for quite some time. People made a lot of muffins and breads and scones. And yes, Good. at my, my in-laws, they do a gift exchange every year. Um, where everybody brings a $20 gift and then you nice. like play the games, you know, to win. And um, my husband's aunt brought a box and it was filled with jellies and pickles Ooh. and dilly beans mm. and like dilly beans. sauerkraut Ooh. and all of these homemade jarred things. And people almost got physical fighting over that. Oh, wow. because, <laughs> it's that because, gift that everybody like begs for, like in, right. the, in the trade. Right. Like, yes. give me the pickles. Right. Well, yeah, oh, there's nothing better funny. like the homemade things because, you know, somebody put, you know, just their own personal touch on it. You know, it's more thoughtful, I guess, than just running, you know, to wherever and buying a candle or something, right. which I just oh, loaded up on, by the way. But it's 9.95. You can't really right. go wrong with a right. bunch of candles. <laughs> <laughs> They're just nice little supplemental gifts. So that's awesome. Yes. Well, it sounds like you found something that fits in really nicely with your family dynamic and 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 all that good yes. stuff. 
Yes. Yeah. I was kind of just looking for something, something extra. And mm -hmm. when I started this side hustle in 2019, COVID had happened and then I just oh, kind of stopped, right, yeah. you know, nobody wanted my, my food tray. <laughs> <laughs> Hand delivered. So I, exactly. <laughs> to all so the parties just, that were uh, happening. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just being a super spreader. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then I started taking more and more pictures and posting and really just developed my own unique style, kept going with it and decided, you know what, why not start a business, see where it goes and see if it, it fits in with my family. And mm -hmm. it's it, so far so good. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So are there any like basics to designing? I've never put together a charcuterie board and I'm always very impressed by them because there's so many fun things you can do and different designs and layouts and even just like the shape of the board, you know, can kind of probably determine like how you're going to place everything. But are yeah. there any like basics of just getting started? Right. So I've kind of devi uh, devised my own little way of doing things. Um, and it's come from, you know, reading multiple different literatures out there. I have, I have so many books on charcuterie, on board making, on different food styling. And I've just kind of pulled from all of those and developed an outline um, or a five-step process to the workshop. So anybody can come in knowing nothing about charcuterie and leaving, feeling confident in their ability ability to go home and repeat it and be the hostess with the mostess. Awesome. That's really cool. I, uh, yeah. yeah, I feel like I would not really necessarily know where to start. Do you have like a certain, um, like focal point? I mean, do you have, you know, like, okay, yeah. I'm going to center this board around this meat. Right. It happens to be. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I generally start with my jelly, um, or my honey mm -hmm. and I like to put that right in the center and I follow it up with some, um, little bowls or little cups full of nuts or anything that's wet, yep. olives, pickles, yep. um, any chocolate, mm -hmm. um, will then go in sort of like a triangle shape around the board. And then I lay in bigger objects, you know, grapes, meats, cheeses, followed by with smaller objects. Um, and then it just kind of comes together with the garnish and uh, then you're ready to eat. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, simple. If, yeah, you, you make it sound very simple, but I feel like mine would look just very like sloppy. <laughs> just here's a big... Oh, no. <laughs> but There's again, a I've never tried. Anybody yes. can follow it. <laughs> right. I, I did um, in my um, research for this podcast, I was um, looking at quite a few of your Instagram uh, posts and, and videos and it was very helpful. Like, you know, the way you even place the meat like in the cups to make like a cute little flower and mm -hmm. that kind of thing was kind of kind of fun i've seen something yeah, the salami with, roses are beautiful yeah they really are um I, f I feel like i heard like how to do this with a like a wine glass are you familiar with this technique Yes, I am. And I'm not a fan of it. Oh, okay. Um, it, it's, just a, it's just a different way of folding meat. Okay, yeah. and, and there's no bad way. It's a really easy method. And for somebody that just wants to, you know, go with um, a really, really simple, easy design, absolutely it mm -hmm. works for me. I like a different look. I like the center of my rolls to look differently. Sure. So I use, um, you know, a certain style of ramekin uh, that's disposable so it can go on the boards. So people can take it home and, you know, dispose oh, nice. of it when they're done. Right. Um, but yeah, I show all of that in my, in my workshops. So if anybody's willing to learn out there, go ahead and check out my website, grazingqueens.com. Awesome. And sign up for a workshop. So I, I did notice that you have a workshop coming up in just a couple of weeks that sold out like really quickly, didn't it? Yes. Seven hours and 56 minutes. Wow. And I couldn't believe it. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Would this be the first workshop that you've taught here like locally? 
This will be my first public workshop. Okay. It's December 17th at All Seasons. I'm so thankful for them. They have a beautiful space there. Yeah. I'm so excited. And actually, I will let you in on a little secret. Mm-hmm. I do have another workshop that I am announcing on Friday. Very cool. And tickets for that one go on sale the following Tuesday at 10 a.m. So oh, I'm excited nice. to announce it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Yeah, do people, when they sign up for your workshop, do they need to like bring anything to them or just a willingness? and an appetite. Yes, the willingness, the appetite, all all the things. They don't need anything. They can just bring themselves ready to learn. Awesome. That's very cool. So Alex, can you tell me a little bit of how you started your partnership with Copilot Designs? Um, I am actually with Timber and Ash oh, Designs. Timber and Ash Designs. I'm yeah. sorry. Yep. Yeah, no. So actually, he was one of my first interviews um, when I toured North Dakota on my Struggle to Success tour in relation to me competing as Mrs. North Dakota. Um, and he was one of my first small business owners that I ever interviewed. I was so excited to go into his business and just share his story. Um And so when I was thinking about going into, you know, focusing on workshops for charcuterie, I thought, who better than somebody I already know that's Mm -hmm. local, you know, support local. And that's kind of one of my missions with this business is I want to support as many local businesses as I can. So I'm looking, currently I'm looking for somebody to um, give me, honey, excuse me, sorry, I had a beep, um, to provide me with honey to provide me with cheese you know mm-hmm. I'm looking for local meats things like that so oh very cool yeah and I yeah. feel like we do have you know some options um as far as local providers for things like that too um yeah I know there's a is it cows and creamery um, yeah cows and yep. creamery yeah. out of Carrington yes yeah. I, uh, yeah, they seen, have amazing Gouda. <laughs> yes, I, that's what I've heard. I don't know that I've tried it, but I am a very big fan of Gouda, so I bet that would be yes. that would be fun to. I think Gouda is probably my favorite cheese. Right? Mm, yes. Oh, same. It is so good. Is there anything you won't put on your charcuterie board? I mean, just something you like are absolutely going to stay away from. Ooh. Like a very like. Like uh, what's gorgonzola oh, or something yeah. like that? <laughs> no, I actually love gorgonzola. I love it all. I yes. love all the stinky cheeses, right. everything. You know, I don't think that there is anything that I wouldn't put on a board because just because of my husband, he will eat anything, literally anything. He'll, <laughs> he'll try it twice disposal. just to say he did. Right. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so I think that I could get away with anything and, and it would be fine. <laughs> There's a video on YouTube that I saw just speaking of stinky cheeses because I do like a good stinky cheese myself. But I've I don't know that I've ever tried it, um, and I think it's Limburger cheese. Mm-hmm. And there's I watched this video on YouTube <laughs> of people trying it for the first time, and, and it was absolutely hysterical. I mean, some people couldn't even like smell stomach, it. you know, they yeah. couldn't smell it. They were gagging, and like, yeah. And then other people were like, oh, you know, it tastes better than it smells, or like, I think this is delicious. I mean, it's just so interesting what people's palates are like. Yes, everybody's chemistry with that that aromatic is just different. So (laughs) So we actually brought a charcuterie board to Thanksgiving last year, and we got a little little creative Mm -hmm. with our meats and cheeses and um, discovered that blueberry salami is not a hit. (laughs) (laughs) The salami had blueberries in it. The salami actually had blueberries in it. Yes. Um, a yes. fruity meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people were kind of like, 
Mm. Yeah. I'm sure what I think of it. I actually thought it was really tasty. We got it from L&M Meats. Okay. And mm. I thought it was really good, but um, all the kids were like, um, no, right. blueberries do not belong <laughs> in meat. Well, they have like lots of sausages there that, you know, mm-hmm. brats and things like yep. that that have, you know, cranberries and blueberries and whatever else in them. But yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I thought it was good. Well, and you know, I mean, so many of those things, like you kind of combine them as you eat. So you would think that you're kind of saving yourself a step. You don't have to grab a piece of fruit with your right. bite there to you get go. the experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, so in addition to like the workshops that you do for the public, do you do like private parties and things like that that are, you know, like if I was like, hey, I'm going to have a bunch of gals over and we want to learn how to make grazing boards. Like, is that something that you're available to, you know, come to somebody's house and teach a little workshop for that? Yes, exactly. So how that works is it's just a live um, in-person private workshop and it's in somebody's home or a private event space, you know, maybe an apartment complex that has a meeting room where you just reserve, you know, your own private space wherever you'd like. Um, I do have a minimum requirement um, and then I just come in with all the ingredients we do our thing and we leave and it's, it's so much fun for birthday parties, mm-hmm. bachelor parties, baby showers, things like that. Um, we also do corporate events. So team building experiences oh, yeah. and then coming up for Valentine's Day. I don't have a date set yet, but um, all seasons I will be doing a couples charcuterie workshop. Oh, very so cool. Look forward to that. Too. Yeah. That will you be fun. featuring more like... Um, like sweets and things like that for your valentines yeah i'm thinking some you know chocolate dipped strawberries Mm -hmm. and maybe some finer meats and some more um maybe some sort of an oyster or something that's an aphrodisiac something very (laughs) cool some chocolate some dark chocolate yeah oh that sounds awesome um do you ever have any like items that are particularly hard to work with or that just, you know, haven't really gone over so well on your, on your boards? Yeah. So I have worked with prosciutto quite a bit. I don't necessarily like working with it. It is very, very, um, it's high fat content. So it doesn't like to listen (laughs) when you roll it, it likes to kind of fold out. So I tend not to use that meat, although it is delicious. So who cares what it looks like as long as it's, <laughs> long as, as long as it's there. <laughs> and then goat cheese is another one. I like to freeze oh. that for about five minutes prior. And I find using an unflavored floss works better than any wire cutter I've had. Oh, and I've really? had quite a few. Yes. It's, it's such a simple technique and it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it works so well. For cinnamon rolls as well. Right. Well, actually, I made a pumpkin tort. Um, I mean, I'm not a baker, uh, but I found this recipe that was actually incredibly simple and it looks really, really pretty. Um, But you essentially make like pumpkin cake and then you make two rounds and then you cut them in half and then you put the filling in between the layers but I was just struggling, you know, I'm like, I'm down on my knees so that I'm at eye level with my counter with a knife, like trying to evenly cut, like I can't cut a straight line to save my soul. And I'm trying to cut through this cake with a serrated knife and it's my, hard. yeah, it's super hard and I'm, you know, rotating it and I just don't have, I mean, I'm not set up with like a turner or whatever they're called, like where you can put yeah. your cake on and spin it around like a lazy Susan kind of thing. And yeah. I, yeah, I just struggled miraculously. I, you know, cut it fairly evenly, but my aunt told me about using, um, like you said, an unflavored, unwaxed um, floss to to do that. And yeah. I thought, oh, keep that in it mind. I've never wonders. made it again. So, 
I'll do that next Yeah, it works, works wonders. I think it's one of my biggest kitchen hacks is using floss to cut soft items. Yeah. That's or awesome. items that need that clean look, you know. Goat right. cheese, it's really important that you see the, the blueberry edge or the cranberry edge compared to the nice white silkiness right. of the center. Right, absolutely. Yeah, there's a nice um, contrast with, with some of that some of those items that you really want to highlight. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. So other than um, like grazing boards, do you do like other fine food styling? Do you work with other, um, other items? Like how does, how does that work? Yeah. So I basically just cook anything. I love to cook. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be working with Warren with French taste here um, in the next month or so kind of formulating a plan and that's the I work out of his certified kitchen oh cool um, yep so I have so I have that um, oh, I and yeah I, I want to work with him on pastries and and different things I'm hoping his chef can teach me a few things and I'll teach him and yeah yeah so I, I, I literally cook everything there's nothing that I wouldn't tackle most recently I was featured in the Grand Forks Herald as a pie baking contest oh um, really I was a second yeah. round contender oh, fun. <laughs> so I, I made it to round two nice. which was great so yeah yeah that what was a kind lot of pie of did you make um, my first one was a uh, pumpkin, and okay. then I made an apple. Ooh! Yeah. Did you hear classics. the winner of that contest? Who it was? Um, or what they made? Uh, no, and no. It, it was a vegan pie. Oh yes, I did um, hear yeah. that. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, and I, I saw the picture of it. It was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the pie was exactly, but sour cream raisin. <gasps> it was. Oh my gosh, Ooh. that's like my favorite. <laughs> oh, I am I, such I knew a you would like sucker that. for pie, like. I, uh, yeah, I would just, I, I would, love, pie. I would crush a pie right now. If there's a pie <laughs> sitting in front of me, I don't care what flavor it is. I would easily just inhale it all. Maybe yeah. we should make some pie boards. Ooh, oh, there's a thought. Has, has that ever crossed your mind to like totally deviate <laughs> from the traditional charcuterie style of meat and cheese and olives and things like that and do something that's totally like like mini yes. pies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mini pies yeah. or, that you know, something cute. that I really want to try is doing a bagel board. It was smoked Ooh. salmon dip oh, yes. and, and everything but the bagel dip, right. and, you know, all the jams and nut butters and mm. things and some really nice hot chocolate or espresso. <laughs> oh, I'm like, even though I just ate lunch, like I'm, my stomach might growl on this podcast. So <laughs> right. for fair warning for everyone, if you hear anything Snacky rumbling, it's my, is- Snacky food is my weakness. Oh, for real. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I know. I keep waiting for like the cheese ball to arrive at the office. Usually yes. somebody sends us like a cheese ball mm-hmm. and, you know, they're nothing fancy, but they're just still fun to eat. And then every time you walk by, you just hack off a piece with a cracker. Right. And, I yes. mean, it, it's, it's, it's a great day Yum. when that happens. So good. So do you make, um, you know, I know probably not crackers homemade, but do you do like, you know, bread or crostini that you make from scratch that you would serve with with your boards? So for the purpose of the workshops, no, I'm buying pre-made. Mm-hmm. Um, I have made crackers in the past. Okay. However, I find that the crackers that we have available in the stores now have really upped their level. Like whoever's mm-hmm. making these crackers with the with all the different peppers and the figs oh, and the rosemary and the pumpkin seeds and 
and all the different shapes and sizes and flavors and the crunch. Right. It's just, it's, it's incomparable to what I could make at home. So absolutely. And it would um, save I do you make a lot my of own effort. bread. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like to make my own bread and my own dips and things. And I've put, you know, a nice bacon jam or onion jam or a hot pepper jelly that I found at the, actually the farmer's market oh, cool. that I tried to recreate at home. Yeah. It's not as good. <laughs> it's not as good, but I tried. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I do want to, you know, eventually I want to move into my own space mm-hmm. where I have, you know, an employer too, and we can just create and, you know, see where it goes. So I have a lot of different ideas for where this company should go. Yeah, it sounds like it. Have you, you have you seen these butterboards? Now this is the new thing. I was just going to right? ask about like butter butterboards. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. yes, I actually did yeah. make one. Um, they are delicious. However, um, with just having it be butter, it can get a little boring. So what I like to do is I like to do like a nice feta, like a whipped feta, whipped Mm -hmm. goat cheese with a little bit of butter in there with a little bit of cream cheese too. So it just adds another component of flavor. And then I add in some seasoning and I spread that out Mm. with some fig jelly, fig jam, something like that. It would just be... So really, really good. back up a second. What is a butter board? Like it's just a bunch of kinds of butter, like, <laughs> like on a board? Smeared on a, yes. On a board. Yeah. Oh and my gosh. Scoop, like, and then you just take your bread and you just. I really, really love butter. Yeah. On the butter. I know, butter is right. maybe the only reason I'm a vegetarian, but I'm, I do eat like a lot of vegan type things. But I think one of the only reasons that I haven't <laughs> totally become vegan is butter and of course cheese. I just can't. I mean, there's no comparison right. of vegan yeah. cheese to I agree. No. <laughs> listening uh, to all these options, I wonder if this is a appropriate time to start talking about that rescheduled second uh, uh, podcast that we're about to have, so we can have <laughs> right, all these exactly. samples. Got to bring some pie and a butterboard. Yeah, pie, butterboard. Yep, you can yeah. bring the I like traditional the bagel too. board. Yep. That sounds good too. I do feel like we we need to have like. I think we should take this back to the to the boss after this podcast and talk about a team, team building. building. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, very I do. important. I like this. Yeah. Gone are the days of the trust falls. Now we're just <laughs> building grazing boards. Oh, I love it. Um, so you do um, with your with your food styling um, all your own like photography for that because your your pictures are really nice. I mean, it seems like you have some sort of no. you know good knack <laughs> for photography. Um, is that? Oh, thank you. Self taught is that? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just use my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a Samsung, and I, I put it to work, man. I use yeah. use filters, and I use focus, and and see what I can create. And lighting is a big portion of that. And actually, in the workshops that I teach, I do give some tips and tricks for taking really, really great food photos. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's definitely a a little bit of technique that goes into it. And honestly, it's looking at what your mentors and your idols are doing Mm -hmm. and just recreating it in your own way, just regurgitating information. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's very cool. What is it that Danielle says all the time? Phone eats first. Phone eats first. Yes. Yes. My kids. Oh, my kids know this so well. And they are so, I I don't know how many pictures I have of their cute little fingers sneaking in a, in a shot because they just can't wait anymore. Oh, (laughs) absolutely. For my daughter's birthday. My daughter actually requested a 
uh, food spread where we don't take pictures of it, mom. <laughs> and I thought, okay, okay, you're right, you're right. right. It kind of right. kind of put me in my place too. I'm like, man, am I going to traumatize these kids with these <laughs> pictures? <laughs> well, it's become such a, like, that's such a, the culture right now is, you know, I mean, whether you're it is. a professional in the industry or not, I mean, you know, just, I mean, I have a bazillion pictures of something that I've made or something that I've eaten at a cool restaurant or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, some are, yep. you know, better than others mm-hmm. as far as the quality of the pictures. But, um, you know, I, I, I definitely don't have the eye that, that some people do for stuff like that, but it's, I'm always very, um, shocked when people take like a really really good photo with just their phone you know and it just yeah. mm-hmm. all the stars align well, and the nowadays are, yeah right exactly phones nowadays are amazing so yeah they really are they really are um so perfect so you alluded a little bit to um your website and things like that what can you remind our listeners where to find you on social media yeah so we're just at grazing queens on both instagram and facebook and then at www.grazingqueens.com. Perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you guys have any more questions for Alex? I just have one more grazing type yeah. board that I saw that I was super excited <laughs> about and I really want to try at home myself. Um, a breakfast board. Oh, okay. I like yes. that. So that's like, I don't even really like salmon comes right. into play. Right. Then you get like your little like silver dollar pancakes and then oh, you cute. have like yes. Nutella and then yes. you have like nuts and Ooh. fruits and oh. um, that's a cute yes. idea. Yes. 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 Now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Just now? We- <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I see. I did eat before this, um, but now, now it's getting more towards the end of it. So oh, <laughs> I'm hungry again. Right. I know uh, it doesn't take long. I mean, that's kind of the, the beauty of grazing. Like you just eat little right. bits throughout the day. Right. Yes. And, that, and that's kind of the idea with the whole name is, you know, oh, anybody can be a grazing queen. Yep. All you have to do is just get a little just bit of education eating. and then keep eating. <laughs> I love it. These are two things that I can fully get on board with. Right. <laughs> oh, yes. funny. So I like to play a little, um, a little game of would you rather before, before we end this podcast. Are you, are you up for it? Sure. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so I, I was kind of thinking, I usually try to sort of tailor it to whatever it is that we're talking about. And you mentioned like right away how you start your boards a lot of times with the little pot of honey. So yes. it made me think, would you rather for, let's say one month, you have to be sticky. Like you're just sticky. You're covered in honey, like everything <laughs> for always. I mean, you can shower, but you're just sticky again. And oh, wow. so, so you're that <laughs> everything you touch, just sticky or you're sandy for a month and you go to bed, sandy, you put your socks on sandy. Like you're just, you know, like Ooh. that awful gritty kind of feeling. <laughs> Oh man! Oh gosh! I'm weighing the pros and the cons of both right now. Uh, I um, I think I would go with sand just for the fact that I'm a lake girl. Right. So okay. I know that it, that I could get used to it in a sure, month's time. Sure. And the honey, I mean, I think every fly and every bee and every <laughs> bug would want me, so I'd have That's to just hide true. myself. Whereas with the sand. I mean, I can just leave little pieces of the beach everywhere I go. There you go. And think of how nice and exfoliated your skin would be after. Yes, there you go. I'd just be, being be very full smooth. of sand. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle, what about you? Are you sticky or sandy? I have a question okay. before I answer. So am I leaving like my honey or my sand residue everywhere? Um, like when I get into bed, yeah. are my sheets going to yep. stick to me? Yes, yes. And your clothes... <laughs> 
Yep. Everything uh, is just, so I mean, just I, as you imagine, like it would just, yes. I'm having to clean my sheets every day then. Well, or you're just, you're always just sticky. So you just like, it up. yeah, you just sleep <laughs> okay. in them for a month and then you just throw them away. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably go Sandy too. Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. It would be kind of cool if you could just like those sticky hands that you oh, get from know, like the right? quarter machine. <laughs> if you could just be just like reach out and grab something. Right? But. Think of all the lint you'd have. Like <laughs> thinking like even when I put or like dog hair. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. When yeah I put, dog hair like, would be everywhere. <laughs> chapstick on and then I go outside. My hair like sticks to my face. Like I'm just imagining oh. constantly just uh, having everything stuck yeah. to my face. Dean, how about you? Are you sandy or are you sticky? Well, I'm thinking I've been, you know, when you eat crackers and things like that, you kind of, you know, crumbs are kind of like <laughs> sand. And so I've probably been practicing sandy on and off, you know, <laughs> your whole life. Especially during a football season, you right. sit and mm-hmm. snack, you know, that's the one time I snack and watch TV right. typically. Sometimes I get up out of my car and yeah. my whole car seat is full of, you know, whatever it is that I've been eating <laughs> right. and spilling all over my The sticky <laughs> thing is very annoying. I know. I, I, nobody likes to, to me, be sticky. Yeah, so I would, uh, I mean, I'm sure I would just keep washing my hands all right. the time trying to get rid of the, <laughs> the, the sticky that would keep coming uh, back. So I can't. I'm can't just, be sticky. Yeah. Yeah, wet and sticky is very icky. Sticky yeah. and wet makes sticky, me upset. Icky, yeah. <laughs> nice, Danielle. I like it. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Marla, are you uh, also sandy or are you sticky? Well, if you had asked me like, you know, eight years ago when I had two little ones at home. Right. I probably oh, would have sure. said sticky because everything is sticky anyway. All the time. Yeah. Like, right. All the so time. So true. <laughs> but now that my kids are grown and I'm not dealing with, you know, like you grab the refrigerator door and your hand sticks. Because right. They've, I don't know. Had I don't know. Jelly on their hands. And, yeah. Who know? I don't Syrup. even know. I don't even know what they get all over their hands, but um, I'm going to have to go with Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's a hard one for me because... Well, for years I played sand volleyball and a lot of times we would go out afterwards for, you know, a beer or pizza or both. And I couldn't handle like having sandy feet, like just that Mm -hmm. awful, awful, like, and your, your um, feet and your legs are just kind of like that gray. I mean, it's not like this nice, like, yes, Mm -hmm. like it's not sugar sand or whatever Mm -hmm. that we use around here. It's like, you know, pea rock practically. (laughs) And... (laughs) And I would go, sorry, Southgate, but I used to wash my feet in your bathroom. (laughs) Not going to lie. My friend and I, we'd get done and we'd go to Southgate for a drink and I were like, we got to go wash our feet. This is gross. It was also gross that we washed our feet in the public bathroom, but nonetheless, uh, that's what we did because I couldn't stand being sandy either. Meanwhile, like one of the guys on our team, he would go home. He just walk around his whole house at the sandy feet, and he would go to bed with sandy feet. Oh, and no. Are you kidding me? If I were no. your wife, I would kick you out for sure. Right? No. Oh, so yes. But <laughs> even despite all of that, yes, I'm going to be sandy instead of sticky because also being sticky sounds really annoying. And you have yes. two dogs. And I have two dogs who don't shed, but I feel like oh. they would. They'd they'd be like bald by the time because I pet them all the time. And if my sticky hands would just rip out their poor little their fur. Aww. If you're sticky enough, you might be able to right. just have Hazel stick right? to you. <laughs> now that would be ideal and she would love it too. <laughs> she's a she's a stage four clinger, that little one. Yeah. Oh, funny. <laughs> well, thank you, Alex. This has been fun. So you like um, you mentioned you have this upcoming workshop and you are announcing that on Friday. Is that what you said? Friday of this week? 
Yes, yes. I will be announcing on Friday, so I'm so excited. Oh, very cool. Well, everybody stay tuned and, and get your tickets for the next Grazing Queens workshop. Yes, very cool. yes. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. Yes, thank you so thank much. You. Have yeah, a good thank day. Thank you very much. Yes, take yes, care. Yes, thank you.